Can I get another uh, beverage, Monsieur? Beverage? Welcome to this Mother Podcast number 30, brought to you by Gluten-Free Beer and Snacks from Whole Foods. Um, if you listen on... So, well, well, let's just start into our first... Eventually, book. the market will have a lot of, um, you know, Latino people, Mexican people that... What market? The Just the one, the market. So that um, eventually there will be sponsorships from the gluten... From the gluten uh, Threw away a beer Industry I don't think they're trying to market actively But when I, they're I, ready I'm just saying Maybe this podcast is that podcast too I well. do want to bring something up We talked about I don't care about this The little blurps I'm going to talk about this Because we mentioned Whole Foods um, Remember last time I asked Like what was the stupidest thing You bought at Whole Foods Yeah I just bought the stupidest thing ever Which is what? I'm holding in my hand A single slice of bacon which is fully cooked nice. and uncured. I saw those. Yeah, like the other a jerky, day. and it was a dollar ninety nine. Nice. Is this not the stupidest shit ever? <laughs> <laughs> like I, there's li- oh, there's two. Nice. nice. We can split it, dude. Ooh, that's kind of a little pungent, but oh, there's a fly here now. Um, so we're now eating bacon, pre-cooked bacon. What? There's a fly on the microphone. Hmm. This is the stupidest thing I've ever bought at Whole Foods now. Nice. Is it any good? And cheers. Okay. Cheers. Salute on the bacon. Um, thanks for tuning in this week. Let's think about the trajectory of this bacon. <laughs> <laughs> is it organic? <clears throat> There's no sugar added. No antibiotics. No added hormones ever. No preservatives ever. <laughs> Always vegetarian fed. No gluten, no lactose, and no MSG. Very nice. It's from Texas. Hamilton, Texas. You know where Hamilton is? I do not. I don't know. All right. Well, we're eating bacon and drinking beers. It is uh, Friday, September 8th or 9th. What is it? 8th? The, uh, the eve of... What? 9-11. Just... In case y'all are... Where, that where? would be two days from now. <laughs> Tomorrow's 9-9. Nine, 9-9. Nine. Nine, nine. On the eve. Well, I meant, like, general eve. <laughs> <laughs> the general eve of 9-11. <laughs> Do you remember where you were during 9-11? Yeah, I was in a sixth grade reading class. What were you reading? I don't remember, actually. Um, what the fuck? Are, yeah, it was. I was sixth grade, second period reading class. And um, what was the thing that I remember most is that uh, parents in Fort Worth, Texas, decided to go get their kids out of school for some yeah. reason. Probably not your parents, though. No, hell no. No, no. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, I, I kind of knew when it was happening that they weren't going to. Um, You're like, man, I'm going to die right here. Yeah. <laughs> All these white kids, they're going to live. <laughs> My parents, they didn't even listen to the news yeah. right now. They're fucking working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> where were you? You were already, where, where were you again? I think you've told me this before. I was already, I had just graduated from college. And I was living in an apartment with my two roommates, Kevin and Francisco. Hmm. And I woke up to my alarm and I was half asleep. And yeah, because it happened like nine-ish, right? Like E.T.? Like yeah, it was pretty early out yeah. here. I was already working. I had a job, but I was obviously not at work that early. Yeah. Um, so the alarm woke me up, and they mentioned it. I think I turned the alarm off, and then it came back on again, snooze or whatever, and they started talking about it. And I was like, wait, did he just say, like, the fucking World Trade Center got hit by a plane? And I left it on. I was listening, which I never do in the morning. It's just an alarm. But, yeah, and I, and I woke up, and I went to the living room where my roommate would sleep in the on the couch. And... Um, it was funny because we started looking on the internet uh, to find what was going on, and the, and the internet was really slow because I think everyone was hmm. trying to like read. And this was like 2001, obviously, so yeah. the internet fucking sucked. Like yeah. you could barely download like a titty titty fuck clip. Like you'd have Damn. to wait like 30 seconds for like one second of good porn. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. So that day in particular was even worse, right? Mm-hmm. And like, Actually, when people, I just realized when people are listening, today is 9-11 for the people that are listening right now. 
Oh, so that's true. We're not trying to make a mockery of this. Yeah, we're, we're just, just trying to commemorate. Tell our stories about mm-hmm. what we were doing and how it affected us. This wasn't even in our agenda, but yeah, I just remembered uh, looking at the calendar here. Um, <clears throat> I went out there. We're trying to get online to read the news, <laughs> and then we're like, "Hey, we have cable. <laughs> we could just turn the TV yeah. on, you know." So we turned the TV on, and we just sat there and just watched like the second one hit. We saw the second one hit live. Shit. And we're like, fuck. Yeah. And then, yeah, people were like, shit, like, are they going to strike somewhere else? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, people were, like, worried about going into the city. I didn't work in the city. I worked in Palo Alto at the time. And I remember I went to work, and I was a little bit late. And most everyone was kind of, like, in a little bit of shock and, like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. But I remember thinking it was really weird that my boss, who's, like, the greatest person in the world, but he's a boss. He just gets shit done. Yeah. But he was, like, he was just kind of looking at us like we were idiots. He was, like, you guys need to get to work. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody was, like, I don't think I did anything that day, quite honestly. But, you know, he was trying to be, like, well, you know, like, you know, he was just, like, oh, all right. Yeah, I heard about it. It Sounds Mm -hmm. fucking crazy. But we got shit to do. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's all kind of I remember. But, yeah. So. So. Let's move on before we say something stupid. Yeah, um, before we completely <laughs> uh, lose every one of our <laughs> listeners. Uh, but yeah, if you listen on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, please subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Subscribe on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. And if you really give a shit, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash desmadre. Uh, so yeah, it's today's uh, September 8th. Um, 9-11 for those listening right now. <laughs> 9-11, Eve, Eve, <laughs> General Eve. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to argue about this forever. You know what they should make is one of those advent calendars where you take a chocolate out for every day up leading up to mm-hmm. Christmas, but mm-hmm. it could be leading up to 9-11. Mm-hmm. I've just said something that people will be angry about. Probably not. I bet that would sell. I bet that would sell. It Maybe would. that could be in our Desmadre gift shop. Yep. Commemorate 9-11 by eating a piece of chocolate. Uh, for 30 days leading up patented right here um and a bunch of uh there's a bunch of natural disasters happening right now yeah um you could pretty much argue that everything that happens i've do you think everything i think everything is a natural disaster people will be like because and i say that just because humans are part of nature so everything that we cause is natural <laughs> which is like the republican argument it's like it's just nature man it's wait i gotta stop doing that that accent for uh, that's not that's how pretty all, accurate though that's not how that's, all republicans that's how they all talk that's how <laughs> mitch, the, you could just do it slower yeah, like for mitch yeah, mcconnell yeah. do mm-hmm. a do a slow like a turtle he's like well um climate change is just natural because we are humans and we are part of nature yeah that's true that's the end of that bit, but yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, and so so you could say that everything is a natural disaster, including Trump's decision. And by the way, uh, this is the Trump whining show uh, by somebody who commented on YouTube. Uh, huh. We might just change the name yeah. to the Whine About Trump Show. Yeah, um, we'll consider that. But I appreciate the the comment, although I think it was an an, an insult. Maybe <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but this week uh, they killed DACA. Well, Trump decided not to renew it. He didn't really kill it he just didn't do anything what is he doing exactly he's fucking playing i know he's playing golf because he's out there on those golf courses all the time yeah and he's just saying crazy shit yeah this week did you see that he called he said that ivanka calls him daddy that's kind of tight actually <laughs> that's so fucking creepy. oh wait no i not melania not melania okay, dude okay. the daughter that's still tight though yeah uh i don't know man i mean i wouldn't mind if she called me daddy <laughs> but to call your own dad daddy i mean that was fucking weird he was like at an airport Wait, no, that's not weird i mean he was like she said daddy can i go <laughs> like what like she and then he introduced her on the stage She's a, she's an advisor. She's a, she is an advisor to the president. And he's like, and, and you know, a lot Ivanka, of grown people call their mom and dad, mommy and daddy. Man, it'd be weird if he call, if she called her called him Zaddy. Then yes, be Zaddy. Right. <laughs> Explain Zaddy to me, because I definitely know like people are saying it, but yeah. where does that come from? I don't know actually. I think the rap You're supposed world, to say I don't zoe. I don't zoe, yeah. <laughs> I don't I first know. heard uh Nicki Minaj use it a couple of years ago and I I just thought it was very hilarious and so I started using it. 
but I mean, people are using it a lot more online. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, Zaddy. Yeah, this is just kind of stupid as internet shit, I guess. But huh. it's just like, yeah, saying. So Ivanka uh, ba- apparently said, "Zaddy, can I go?" <laughs> and he said, "Of course." Can you believe that she calls me Zaddy? It's like so fucking creepy. So fucking strange. creepy, man. Um, so yeah, he decided to throw the hot potato of DACA over to uh, Congress and the Senate and the House of Rep or whatever. And it was like, basically, you guys deal with this shit. I ain't touching it. Um, which uh, meant that uh, if nothing is done in six months, then DACA is kind of dead. Basically, yeah. nobody can renew after that time. Yeah. Um, and and it's forcing Congress to do something about it, which maybe, I don't know, man, maybe this is a good thing. Because if it gets codified into the law, then they can't reverse it technically, yeah. and you yeah. know people will get their citizenship. Um, but the but the shittier thing, I think, with all of this DACA thing is that um, basically we created like levels to this shit, yeah. <clears throat> and now a good immigrant, according to the government and yeah. according to Obama, is somebody who was brought over here, uh, you know. By their parents, yeah, yeah, who didn't do it on purpose. Basically, if you didn't break yeah. the law on purpose yeah. by sneaking over here, you're a dreamer. I'm gonna say over, 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 over simplification. Definitely, yeah. But, and that means that all the other immigrants who came over here illegally, um, who are working nonetheless and who are contributing to society and paying taxes and not benefiting benefiting from it, are considered second, not as good, not <laughs> as good, second class citizens. Yeah. Um, which is just, it just is a complete, like, um, kind of like an oblivious, or it's just like, you can't, like, it's not the facts. Like, all of those people are necessary for a functional society. I mean, are maybe. They? maybe I, I, I hate saying this, but are they? <laughs> <laughs> are they? Well, somebody said that basically that, like, basically, like, all these hurricanes. Like, all that shit is going to be rebuilt by undocumented like, yeah. construction workers. And it's totally true. It's goddamn irony of life. Yeah. People. And, like, it's the same thing when you, like, open up the farm worker. Like, you open up farm jobs to, like, yeah. citizens. Like, nobody wants to work that shit. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah, wants yeah, to be yeah, roofing yeah, in the yeah, summer. Yeah. So you need immigrants. And not only that, I think the bigger the bigger thing or something that's very scientific and statistical, which proves that you need an influx of immigrants, um, is that... Uh, Americans, uh, citizens, and all of us here are reproducing at much lower rates. And that means that we won't be able to support the social security system and our tax system because... We as humans are in America or Mexicans? In a, just everyone in America. Okay. Basically, like, there's not enough people being born to support everyone who's getting old. So basically, you know, so the way social security works, because it's fucked up... Is that like there's like all these people getting old? Yeah, they need to get their social security checks, but it's not like the money they put in is still there. That money's been fucking spent. Mm. So you need people to continue to contribute into social security (coughs) to pay for the older the people who are getting older. Right, 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 right. And that's all good and well if the birth rate matches the like the the aging rate, but it doesn't because people are having less kids. And so the only way that's going to balance out is for immigrants to continue to come in, yeah, and to pay those taxes. So there's a lot of shit that's really mathematical and economics driven yeah. that absolutely does not make any fucking sense. Yeah. If you remove immigrants, like this shit falls apart, but people are just woefully ignorant and want to ignore that shit because oh they're breaking the law. They're just being fucking pricks basically. People yeah. just like whatever. Yeah, um, but uh, like like you were saying, I think the general public is being kind of educated currently about what DACA is and who these quote unquote dreamers are. And um, yeah, yeah, you know that they're they're they're, um, a segment of the undocumented population in this country who, um, yeah, went through, like you're saying, a um, uh, they basically fit a uh, criteria for being able to have a um, a limited. Uh, what was it like? Uh, so basically a work permit. A work permit for yeah. two years, right? Yeah. Where they had to... Um, 
And so, yeah, it just sucks that there is like this uh, division between these 800, uh, 700, I'm not sure. 800,000. 800,000 uh, uh, people who have DACA versus the 11 million who are who don't have DACA and are living here. You are so good with numbers today. I'm, I'm really impressed. <laughs> nice, thank you. Yeah, I'm impressed. This is Wikipedia right before this shit. Tight, tight. That's about, <laughs> I believe that's about eight and a half to nine percent nice yeah so there you go so that's a very small segment of the undocumented population in this country and my question like uh, we were talking about this earlier before we started recording but you know the how is the media going to start uh really pushing this uh this narrative of dreamers in this country well they've already next six months they've already been doing it yeah literally already i i literally just like heard something on uh on NPR of um of not this figuratively no no they <laughs> I fit yeah they're uh, thank you for making that clear yeah they fucking uh they're doing a documentary about Harvey specifically a profile of an undocumented person with DACA who's going through um, Hurricane Harvey and how they're gonna be like affected by it did they actually film during Harvey though was I think so like, they're there right now they're there right like, now but Harvey's over. Harvey left. Yeah, true, but but were they there when it hit? Probably, yeah. That's what I'm you saying. got you need that action. Yeah, if you want to make it tight, you need like I do. Oh, I mean, like, I do wonder about the uh, the actual production logistics of shit like that. You know, they're like BBC is like, oh shit, Hurricane Harvey's happening. There's some undocumented people there. Let's go there while it's happening, which is interesting that they have to make those calls and then they go out there. They need a lot of waterproof cameras. Yeah, GoPros. Yeah, yeah, that gets written into the budget. Yeah. 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 So they're doing who's doing the documentary? Uh BBC. I think BBC. it's coming out like fucking literally like Here we have somewhere. some immigrants. Yeah. These like, people from <laughs> Mozambique. Is that Steve? I Irwin? mean Mexico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it gonna be like the guy who did the Blue Planet voice? Because I would fucking Peter Attenborough, I would yeah. watch that yeah. shit. Yeah. If it is then I recommend you watch that documentary yeah. on weed. Otherwise then just maybe skip it and Yeah. Educate yourself on the real facts, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like but yeah, that, that is that was I was gonna say like the 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 you know fucking hearing Jeff Sessions' voice is you know it's like getting a cattle prod up your anus. Yeah, that's well, like, it's actually somewhat soothing. The actual it? tone of it, you know, it's like this kind of cartoonish, kind of southern. <laughs> yeah, like kind of reminds me of like Elmer Fudd. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he kind of looks like him too. Yeah, but um. But isn't the argument that it's going to um, uh, inspire other people to do the same thing, and that is such a superficial uh, of it's gonna it's gonna inspire other people. It, it's gonna give people hope that there is like a pathway to come here. Uh, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like th- their argument is really superficial in that it 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 support or that they are saying that if if we allow um, uh, DACA to continue then it inspires other people to come here illegally because they think they'll be able to get it. But that is obviously a very superficial way of saying it because the people who actually do have DACA are, you know, people who have like, you know, they they have to meet a certain criteria in terms of when they came here. I guess like the, they can't have I a g- fucking criminal record. I guess the worry is that you're going to bring your kid over here. And then if you happen to fucking survive. Yeah. And last like fifteen years, and yeah. you're still here. Then maybe they're going to give your kid DACA. Yeah, I or mean, they'll be a citizen, right? If they're if they're born here. But that's not the law. If you're born here, you're a citizen. Right, 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 right. right. So the smartest thing to do if you're an immigrant, and this is what a bunch of fucking Chinese people are doing right now. Nothing against the Chinese, but those motherfuckers are smart and they know hmm. what they're doing. Those people will come over here for like six months. They'll come in basically like two months, two to three months before they're about to pop. They'll rent a house, and then they'll have the kid here, and then they'll stay here for like three or four months, huh. and dip. Kids got the citizenship. Boom, bang. Yeah, smart. That yep. shit happens a lot. There's whole. There's a whole like little industry, like a little cottage industry, illegal cottage industry set up for that shit. Jeez. So, you know, if you have money, you can do that, but it's hard to do it if you have no money and you got to cross a fucking desert and you're pregnant. Yeah, that's yeah. a fucking bitch. But yes, I mean that's a given. People can always do that. Like and DACA or no DACA, DACA is more like you're rewarding people. You're rewarding the parents who did something illegal. That's why right, like exactly. people are annoyed about yeah, it, yeah. right? 
the bigger problem is like what happens to the you know 10 million plus people who are not eligible for daca but who are productive citizens in this economy yeah. and contributing and why are they fucking like evil like why are they you know second class immigrants basically why are they not entitled to the benefit of a residency or a permanent like or a i mean my thing is more like i i would i think there should be some sort of permanent residency like a semi-permanent residency work permit that people are given where after a number of years if we're going to be totally fair and clear about this and try to come up with a solution that that you know some people will be accept, accepted with is like look we need workers give them a work permit renew it every year as long as people don't you know aren't getting duis and doing stupid shit or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. keep on renewing it maybe after five years they get a residency yeah da, 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 da. maybe after 10 or 15 years they become a citizen and people have earned it like that seems fair yep yeah, yeah right yeah. and and what also just sucks is that you know there are other people who are given these h1b visas and become work you know they they get just because they're like coders Skilled, yeah. yeah or they're like you know whatever like they're a doctor but I, that pisses me off because they're every function within society has equal value i mean there are from a marketing standpoint i, I get it like there are fewer doctors and there are fewer coders and there are janitors but yeah. you need all those people yeah, yeah and people just place such a low value on it that it sucks um we'll see how it shakes out it'll be interesting i think the daca thing will get renewed in congress because it's relatively low i mean there's just so much sympathy for this group of, of, exactly, of, yeah. of people they're literally like the most sympathetic yeah fucking <laughs> they were brought here as kids they're yeah. working hard none of them have like they've gone through rigorous checks yeah yeah and it would be so fucking fucked if like they decided to go after them yeah but a lot of crazier shit has happened for sure like michael bennett <laughs> or wait am i skipping ahead uh yeah harvey like harvey yeah like harvey oh. and irma <laughs> and jose and an unnamed earthquake off the coast of Mexico, Chiapas. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I don't know why, like, right now it looks like a fucking shitty, like, Jerry Bruckheimer movie. <laughs> um, but in the last week, we have had two devastating hurricanes. There's another one named Jose coming. And then last night, we had an earthquake off the coast of Oaxaca or Mexico, Chiapas or something yeah. like that. Uh, we spoke about Hervey last... Hervey. <laughs> Harvey last time and uh that shit the news has only gotten worse I guess yep um Houston seems like a fucking wreck did you see that there were some neighborhoods that weren't hit by the uh hurricane but that afterward they had to release the levees and then the the, when they released the levees it fucking killed the neighborhoods shit (laughs) it basically flooded neighborhoods because they had to release the tension yeah on the fucking I didn't see that but I heard that that was gonna happen and yeah. So all of that, like, you know, I don't, yeah, there's not a lot to say other than that. It's really fucked up. I heard a report uh, about Houston's hardcore business-centric um, community saying that, you know, a lot, a lot of people have said that a lot of this is a result of, like, unplanned uh, growth and basically how Houston is literally a fucking... There's DACA recipients flooding the borders. Uh (laughs) A bunch of DACA recipients. (laughs) The problem is that DACA recipients were covering every drain. Yeah. And and they just, they were like clogging the drains. Muslims too, I heard there's a... The DACA recipients were like hairballs that clogged the drain, which is the bathtub of Houston. Uh, No, but dude, I'm trying to have a serious conversation. Seriously. Concrete, man. It's all about concrete. Yep. Basically, Houston has so much concrete, there's nowhere for the water to go. And that's unchecked zoning and development. And somebody said on KPFA, Pacifica Radio, hardcore socialist liberal radio that I've started listening to, that uh, there's like a cabal. There's like a group of leaders in Houston, and they're all business leaders, mostly from the oil and gas and power sector, who I forget, there's a name for it. But they basically give the nod to the person who's going to be the mayor. They're like, you can be the mayor. So nobody who's mayor of Houston in modern times has not been approved by this group of leaders. What the fuck? It's unofficial, but it's official. Like, basically, like, if you if these guys aren't cool with you, you're not going to get elected. You're, not, you're not going to get the money. Hmm. And these guys 
basically they were saying this guy this guy was a, a history professor at u of h university of houston mm-hmm. so he says texas is already known for being one of the most business friendly slash education environmental people unfriendly states in the country <laughs> yeah and houston is texas on steroids he said you can there's like very lax permitting very like basically as long as you can make a case for like business i'm, I'm doing air quotes if you're on the radio hmm. or the the i iTunes, as long as you can make a quote business case for it, like shit will get approved in Houston. And so all like those factories, all the oil refineries, that shit in most places would never be that close to like the, the <clears throat> population and like all the growth in terms of concrete. Like basically, if there's some environmental pushback, like nah, 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 you're gonna kill jobs, nah, nah, nah you know. And so, bas- so it's unchecked. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this is God's way of saying, guys, settle down. You know, the thing is, like, people want to, they'll spin it the way they want to spin it. Because that, that crossed my mind. I was like, you know, everyone who, everyone's going to be like, oh, this is God telling us fags are fucking in the butt too much right now, yeah. you know? But then they're like, wait, like, why would they attack Texas? Because Texas is clearly, like, leading the movement against that. And yeah. they've been the most successful at that. So yeah, maybe God is okay with the gays. Yeah, except yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think there's mixed messages here. Or maybe God doesn't exist, people. Consider that. He does. Does he? Is God a man? <laughs> I think he's black, yeah. He's black. Yeah. <laughs> he's a black man. Is his name Michael Bennett? <laughs> <laughs> he's wanna get to that. All right, Michael Bennett. Lied, right, or something? What, what the fuck did he do? No, we don't know if he lied yet or not. But, okay, so, if like, during, apparently, like, a, a day or two ago, Michael Bennett put something on social media that said that after the McConnor, Gregor, what the fuck is it? Gregor McConnor? I don't know. The Mayweather? May- Mayweather-McGregor fight, whatever the guy's name is. There was a shooting at a casino. A bunch of cops showed up, and Michael Bennett was singled out because he's black. And they threw him on the ground. They put a knee into his back. They cuffed his hands so tight that his fingers went numb. And um, and they basically told him to, like, shut the fuck up or something crazy. Basically, like, the worst situation you can imagine other than being killed or suffocated. That's not the worst. But it sounded pretty bad. And he said he was profiled because he was black and all this stuff. Um, Colin Kaepernick tweeted this out. Yours truly myself retweeted or shared this on my facebook my only commentary was shaking smh shaking my head i try not to add up too much commentary to these things because i'm just like i'm disappointed but i don't know i don't totally know the truth but i generally tend to think if somebody's gonna make all that raise all that noise then they're kind of telling the truth yeah what's the why would you do that to yourself have you ever cried wolf no, yeah, all the time, but... Um, Give me an instance of when you cried wolf. like Kind of like when you stole those mango... Oh, yeah. Give um, me an instance of you crying wolf. I'm trying to think of something I can say publicly very quickly. This is not um, public. Nobody listens to this. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't... I fucked can't that think up. Of anything. I, Fuck it up. Yeah. All right. Sammy has never cried wolf. He's a good man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the question was like, wh- why would you cry wolf? Why would you say all this and get all this attention on yourself if it wasn't at least partially true or something, you know? <clears throat> so, so that his his, his story is being c- contested in some fashion? Well, what was crazy I was... I didn't hear about this shit at all. Okay, so I put that on my Facebook and <clears throat> then I had like somebody who's a police officer who's a friend of a friend said, I call bullshit. This happened in Vegas uh, on the Strip on at one of the casinos. So basically there was a gunshot in a casino. Cops showed up, and then he was thrown on the ground outside of the casino. And um, so I said, like, I just put this up, and then this, my <clears> friend's <throat> friend said, I call bullshit. I've worked at the Vegas Metro Police. They're the, some of the best, most professional cops in the world. They work in a zoo. They're trained for the, like, Vegas. You can imagine. It's fucking probably got to be one of the worst places to work because there's so <laughs> many drunk people and idiots and right. whatever, which I agree. Like, 
It's crazy you haven't heard more incidents there. Yeah. But it's probably a testimony to the fact that they always have to deal with crazy people, so maybe they don't trip. Anyway, so this person defended the cops. And then somebody else on my Facebook thing like was like, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I'm staying out of this. Then the cop today posted a video. Well, first I posted a video by a sportscaster who was like, why would you say all this stuff? Because a lot of people were tell- saying that like, oh, this guy's full of shit. He's lying. He's trying to be a martyr for the BLM movement. He just wants attention. Because he's actually one of the guys who has taken a knee with Kaepernick. So he's already been known to kind of be on this you know, this trip, if you will, which is great. Fantastic. So people were like, nah, I call bullshit. How could it be that like this guy who's already doing this stuff, it happens to him. Like he's, he's fucking lying. And then I was like, this one sportscaster was like, why would you even say that? Why would you like, if this was somebody from your family who said this, would you tell them they're lying? Like, it's such a big deal to bring this up, which is what we said at the start of this. So they, you know, I posted that. And then my friend's friend, who's a cop, posted a video, which was from the press conference from the the Las Vegas police chief or whatever. And they showed body cam videos from kind of like the incident. And he's like strongly said, like, our officers were very professional. This is what happened. And basically they said there were shots heard. Cops were called. A bunch of people, thousands of people were running out of a fucking hotel because there were gunshots. And they show that while he's saying this, you see the body cam video. And yes, you see a lot of people running out of there ducking. And you see a lot of black people. So he wasn't the only black guy. Let's put that first. If they were just looking for a black man, there were about 300 black dudes who walked past (laughs) before they got this guy. So that's the first thing, which is fishy or kind of like whatever. Yeah. And then they said basically that supposedly Michael Bennett was hiding behind a slot machine he was crouched down behind a slot machine and i think the video shows this i couldn't quite tell and then he literally ran out of the casino jumped the fucking fence and ran into the street they saw that that and considered it suspicious which quite frankly i probably would have too if there's one person who's like basically if you see the video everybody's running but they're kind of running in a file line they're like duck, crouching like there's it's like a snake like a wedding party snake like yeah. everybody's like you know, behind each other. Yeah. And then one dude just takes off kind of crazy looking. <clears throat> so they chased him and they jumped on top of him and they detained him for 10 minutes. And then they realized they'd kind of quote unquote, like made a mistake and they released him. And supposedly a supervisor apologized. Hmm. And then a week and a half later, he released the statement. So now they're like, this guy's full of shit. And now it's like a war. You know words. what? If anybody's allowed to cry wolf, it's black men. <laughs> no, it just sounds... I'm just joking, but uh, it sounds like this dude maybe just got embarrassed for uh, for maybe hiding behind that uh, that that slot machine, and then he runs off, jumps over a fence, he looks kind of goofy, and he gets stopped. The only and- thing... I mean, <clears throat> you. this is all... like We're all making like theories and it's all hypothesis, right? The only thing I can think that makes sense to me that would make sense to Michael Bennett is that Michael Bennett was fucking drunk. Yeah. And that happened. And the next day he sobered up and was like, these motherfuckers got me because I was black. Yeah. But he was just drunk. Yeah. Because I've done some shit like that before where like I make some shit up thinking that that's what happened. But I was actually just fucking ripped. Yeah. You know, like I could see that where in the heat of things, you come off thinking one thing, but you were just fucking smashed. Maybe we should just move on from this story. Yeah. I'm not saying right this second, but, yeah. you know, as a as a society, it's like, let's put it down. This guy was drunk. He cried wolf. You know, who hasn't done that? I have plenty of times. I don't want to share them on this podcast right now. But uh yeah, you know. Well, I'm saying is like you've done stupid shit when you're drunk, you know. And yeah, like, yeah. I I don't know. Who, nobody really knows like Michael Bennett's motives. Yeah. I I would ho- I would think that he's not so stupid. Yeah. That if he believed in the quote unquote BLM movement, that he don't jeopardize that. Exactly. But I think he did. With yes. What he's doing. Yeah. He exactly did that. Yeah. Which makes me think he must have been drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why else would you do that? Yeah. Unless you actually believed it because mm-hmm. you were drunk. And you actually have no real good recollection of it. Yeah, yeah. Michael Bennett, come on, man. Come on. Come on. I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Uh, Did you hear what Ray Lewis said this week? No, I didn't. You know Ray Lewis is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murderer. Yep. Convicted and I think he's convicted. <laughs> yeah. My ex-linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens now uh, works in the front office of some sorts. Supposedly, he was pushing to get Kaepernick signed with the Ravens. And then earlier, like in the summer, he was on uh, one of these sports shows and basically said that Kaepernick, Kaepernick just needed to chill and like, hey, man, like if you're going to get signed, you just need to chill. You need to not say as much, you know, not be as vocal. And but in the background, he was supposedly trying to get Kaepernick signed. But when he said that, he said it on public TV on ESPN and then Kaepernick's girlfriend I don't know her name, but when when Ray Lewis said that, basically she tweeted a photo of Ray Lewis and compared him to uh, the house That's Negro. That's right, I did see yeah, that from yeah. Django. So she compared him to Samuel Jackson from Fuck. Django, and then so this week he pulled back because of that. Yes. Fuck. So Ray Lewis this week said, "You dumb b, you dumb bitch. I was about to get your homie signed, but then you said that, and we Shit. said no." Nope. It's, it's black on black hate. You know what I'm saying? Black on black hate. But you know, fuck that. Fuck Ray Lewis. They still let a fucking murderer play football and not Kaepernick for speaking his words. Yeah, yeah. I, wife beaters. Yeah, not the shirts. Yeah, the actual men who wear them. That story is kind of crazy though, isn't it? Just because I think uh, when people talk about Kaepernick, they uh, you, you know always sure. They always reference, you know, Muhammad Ali. And when you think of, you know, activism from celebrities. I think Muhammad Ali had more wins than Kaepernick. By yeah, way. that's another thing that we've also discussed before about the fact that. Anyway, carry on. Um, sure, carry on. But basically, yeah, that 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 incident is so much like a reflection of like the present of the present, you know, of like uh, Clark Kaepernick's uh, wife or girlfriend posting that shit about Ray Lewis and then them just kind of like the discourse happening over fucking Twitter. Yeah, all of this is happening in public. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Wait, he's... so what happened with Ray Lewis? I, By the way, I'm sure if you've heard this before, but I, I don't follow sports whatsoever. I don't, I don't know the details, but Ray Lewis murdered somebody. Well, but who is he? Who is he exactly? Or... He was like a fucking amazing, like... <laughs> fucking linebacker or defensive tackle. I don't know. He was a linebacker. He was a fucking, like... He was a murderer on the field. Hmm. A legal murderer on the field. And things got out of hand and he murdered somebody off the field. You know who else was a murderer? Um, no. Who? Ron Tomatoes. Ron Tomatoes! <laughs> oh! Segway! Segway! Ron Tomatoes apparently has murdered the Hollywood film industry. And fucking good riddance to that. Thank you, Ron Tomatoes. If that's true, then thank you. According to Brett Ratner. <laughs> a legend, of course. A legend. Director of such films as... Rush Hour. Money Talks. Um... Those are the only that's two. It. That's all that matters. <laughs> Those are that matter for sure, dude. Um, he has blamed. Oh shit, my beer is bubbling over. Shit. That Ron Tomatoes is somehow. So basically, this has been the worst summer for Hollywood films ever, supposedly, and in particular this Labor Day weekend, which is supposed to be a big weekend for movies. Was the worst ever. The fact that people want to say that is fucked up because say what? our country is uh, saying that this Labor Day weekend is the worst. Uh, you guys realize what's been happening over the past week? Right. Past can, can it year? just be the fact that like people in Houston can't go to the movies? Yeah. And we're all showing solidarity by not going. Up. We didn't enjoy ourselves in solidarity to our Houston brothers and sisters. All right. Um, I didn't go to the movies. I was in Mexico. Yeah. Um, so Hollywood executives and Brett Ratner are blaming the movie review website Rotten Tomatoes for killing the Hollywood, uh, whatever. Yeah. Killing Hollywood. Which uh, again, if that's true, then basically you need a shakeup. No, every six months there's someone else to blame. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> this now is the fact that Rotten Tomatoes. These guys are churning out the same goddamn movie. Yeah. It's Rotten Tomatoes. It's Netflix. It's, you know, huh. How YouTube. Does, 
do you know how Rotten Tomatoes works exactly? Mm. Like in terms of how their rating system actually like. I don't know like the actual um, formula, but basically in a very simple term, there's two ratings and one is the critics meter and one is the people meter, if you will. Yeah. And so the critics, they basically compile reviews from across the country. And there's also like a lot of bullshit reviews. Here's the thing. There are no real film critics anymore. Uh, after Roger Ebert after died. After Roger Ebert died and that dude from Variety lost his job. I don't even know where the fuck he... I forget his name. <clears throat> there are really no like reputable film critics anymore. Roger Ebert and then Pauline Kael was the big one like a long time ago, but she's dead. Roger Ebert is dead. Um, Hollywood is dead. Hollywood is dead. But anyway, they're basically saying that because of Rotten Tomatoes, which basically, okay, so there's a critics. They take all the film critics and they basically kind of aggregate that and create a percentage. And they're like, 97% of film critics love this. That's the one thing. And then two, they have the audience meter, yeah. which is you can create a Rotten Tomatoes account and go in and say, like, this is good. Yeah. And then it creates a fresh meter, like it's fresh or it's rotten. Yeah. So they're saying that Rotten Tomatoes uh, is, is just unable to create a nuanced view and representation of what a film is really like. And so there's so many films that get like shitty reviews that, you know, basically like nobody wants to go to the movies, I guess. Yeah. But dude, I went to see two movies that were over 90% Rotten Tomatoes and they were awful. Yeah. Which maybe means that, yes, there is no nuanced view to it. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw that Logan Lucky, and then I saw Baby Driver, and I fucking, I'm ready to, like, hire some Russians to fuck up, like, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, is, isn't is Rotten Tomatoes itself a part of the Hollywood system that they're... Not really. It was kind of a startup. It started but in as... terms of, like, those kind of movies, I mean, I don't know this, but... Don't those movies, I'm assuming those fucking studios are aware of this and they try and somehow pump up the the percentage rating in some fashion? I think they're autonomous. I think they they do what they want to do. And and supposedly it's independent and it's like it's a comp it's like it's like Yelp, you know, but you yeah. can't go on I don't think as a movie you can go on to um you, I guess you can advertise on there and, and put like a banner at the top if you're a movie. Mm. But it's not like, I mean, Yelp is kind of <clears throat> known for businesses being able to skew right, like a review yeah, to yeah. make it seem better or whatever. Yeah. I don't think um, Rotten Tomatoes works that way, but I, I don't know. It's just funny. Like, basically, that's not what's killing the movie industry. It's, it's the fact that the, the, the quote-unquote studio system is no longer needed. And it's completely like, ah, there's there's a really nice smart word for this, but I don't I can't remember it. But basically, like, it's all Co broken. Kofifi? Kofifi? I don't know. <laughs> what is Kofifi? I forgot. Oh, that's the, Donald, Donald Trump. He tweeted, he tweeted that thing. Yeah, yeah, Kofifi. Yeah, this is Kofifi. <laughs> um, it's basically like, it's it's the Wild West again. Like you can, anybody can make a movie, yeah, and anybody can distribute it. So Brett Radner, figure out how to distribute Rush Hour, number one, in the new in in this new landscape. This new landscape. When, if you figure that out, you will have success, and you won't be blaming blaming Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, for your problems, for the problems of Hollywood. Do you use Rotten Tomatoes though? Uh I mean, I kind of very passively, like if I'm going to go just, watch something, I'm like, all right, yeah, all right. like I kind of read the first like three top comments, like the teeth top critics and be like, all right. But I, if I really want to go see a movie, then I'll go see it. like, regardless of just like of the rating India's fuck. Yeah, pretty much. Just if a movie costs more than two million dollars then I generally probably won't like it. You're like the the critics hated this. I'm gonna see. Yeah, it. you see, you, you Z if Zach Braff is part of the credits, then I'm watching. You're, it. you're there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I use it. I mean, honestly, like Larissa's a big like user of Yelp, mm -hmm. and and even Rotten Tomatoes should be like, I'm not going to that restaurant. It's less than three and a half stars, and blah blah yeah, blah. blah. Yeah. Um, and I'm generous. Like I used to be more like, dude, let's just go try it. You never yeah. know. But, you know, there is a trend. Yeah. 
and most of those uh, reviews are general public, you know? So yeah, yeah. if you see like... But at the same time, it is a... I wonder how diverse that general public is. It, I think it, there's a certain well, kind of person yeah, that and actually a, comments, and, and we're on, probably kind of that certain kind of person because we like use computers and. Like, but to actually go and like, um, the only kind of like Yelp comments that I always find funny and basically I, unnecessary is when people go and like. You know, you, you don't need more than like a paragraph, like That's three true. to five sentences to say why you didn't like it. Yeah. What were the good things? What were the bad things? When people start writing out whole, like they're basically like their life story leading up to their this, master's thesis, <laughs> yeah, leading up to their uh, experience at this restaurant, then it's like, all right, you don't need to. Yeah, you, you need to get a fucking life. Yeah. Just, just go get some McDonald's. Just give a bad review and move on. Yeah. And then, but Speaking of, what's up with people who leave really long Facebook posts? Do like do you Dan ever... rather you son of a bitch? <laughs> He's the only person <laughs> that I'm okay with. Let's say that I'm talking about your personal friends. Yeah, I have this yeah. this this person I know who um will leave really long things about his life, and um, actually there's a few people who'll be like, I was having a great day. And then this happened, and that, and I went on Tinder, and then men don't respect me, and this woman's trying to take advantage of me, and like, I think that just means you got nobody else to talk to. I think they're just uh, Virgos or Tauruses. Maybe. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> no, I'm just, That's not nice. I, I don't know uh, what the signs mean. I was just trying to. That's me, though. I'm hurt. Yeah. I'm really hurt. I think um I don't think it's necessarily that they don't. There's probably a good portion of people that are those people that just don't have like friends and stuff, or that they talk to, that they, you know, bounce ideas off of. So they, uh, you know, write these long ass posts and shit. Um, I mean, it's I guess it's. Do millennials even use Facebook anymore? Yeah, they do. I mean, there's definitely people like that that are my age and even, I think, younger who do the same exact shit. If anything, I feel like younger people are more like... Fucking whiny bitches. Will, yeah, that, but also willing to sort of like um, express gay? that publicly. Their I whininess. there's wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, it is funny to see those fucking posts of people being like... Of like their updates on everything, and some people just like doing that. You know, some people like updating their their Facebook gave that avenue to people to um, you know express their day to day lives. Whether that's a good thing or bad thing, I guess is uh, subjective. But some people really fucking go off, and uh, <laughs> I don't get it, man. I just don't like. Like, They're just getting shit off their chest. Maybe they're like, "I had a shitty day at work." So and so. You know what's me off. the worst is like here. I know I I. <laughs> there's this person that I guess I follow, and she will take a photo of her diary, and post it. Like mm-hmm. she writes it out all in cursive, like, you know, today I'm feeling very upset because DACA that wasn't passed. Yeah. And I'm trying to channel my energies into the positive world. <clears throat> and it's all written fucking in cursive and yeah. shit. And then they fucking take a photo of it. And then they put it on, like, fucking Instagram or something. Like, I thought the point of a diary was to fucking, like, lock Keep that yourself, shit yeah. and put it under your fucking bed and not let people, like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Some people are just uh, exhibitionists. They like to um, share their tribulations with the world. It just and seems... to that, I guess maybe you know, just block those people from your from your feed and only look at a uh, Dan Rather and uh, who else? All I want to look at is like a kittens. And do Dan you know? Rather. You know, I I follow a lot of otters lately. Huh. Malaysians, nice. They're starting to. Um, raise otters as pets i think it's cruel because an otter deserves to be in water what are your thoughts on that i think they are they should be for sure i think they should um just be happy as as otters definitely in the same way that hillary clinton should be happy with uh 
with the millions of dollars she made with the land the land animal just <laughs> <laughs> just as happy as hillary clinton is walking on land a daughter should be happy <laughs> shucking an oyster on a rock there on his go. chest floating in monterey bay or malaysia wherever it might be uh hillary clinton that was an amazing segue <laughs> that, that one deserves like uh, uh, is there an Emmy for podcasts <laughs> that that this that that segue? I think that's like the third like ridiculously fucking like. I was creative. looking for it. Yeah. yeah, we were kind of stressing that last yeah. that last point a little, and then yeah. I felt it was time to move on. That was good. That was I actually good. didn't. Like, uh, <laughs> I honestly didn't see this stuff you were talking about. It uh, about guess, Hillary's book, her book, and <coughs> I guess Bernie talking shite. Hillary Clinton released a book this week in which she basically blamed the entire fucking world. And uh, just like the person I was talking about, her basically Hillary Clinton published her fucking diary just like this person. That that was yeah. a bit of a good segue too, yeah. but not as funny as, as the land. The land. That was better yeah. for yeah. fucking sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was much better. I probably would have done like the diary <laughs> thing, but the land, yeah, that's so much better. She's a reptile after all. She is, <laughs> but Yes, she's not an amphibian. Yeah. Yes. So yes, uh, Hillary Clinton published her fucking diary as a book, where she play basically pointed fingers and blamed everyone, including uh, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, uh, Bernie Sanders, Hulk Hogan. No, wait, not <laughs> the Russians, uh, James Comey, women, hmm. women. And I don't, I don't know if she blamed Latinos or not, but I don't think she did. I'm just making that up. But basically, she has uh, published a book. I don't remember the name of it, but it's basically like called "quote unquote losing <laughs> 2016." <laughs> what is Hard choice. No, that's not it. What no. the fuck? It's called "Stronger Together." Is that it? No, no. What the fuck? It's called... (laughs) Democrats Dread Hillary's Book Tour. And she's on a tour talking about the book right now. It doesn't really matter what it's called. Basically, these are her (laughs) thoughts on the election. And she's annoyed. And basically, she's pointing fingers on everybody. And then everybody's like, you need to fucking chill, lady. You need to, like, just retreat. Go back to the house. Yeah. Have a latte, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, you, you want to... This is goes back to the diary thing, man. Like, there's nothing wrong with having these thoughts because everybody has them. Like, everybody wants to blame everybody Yeah. when you fuck up, you know. Like, it's this person's fault, you know. That's a healthy thing. You got to blame other people to move on. To cope. To cope. I got no problem with you blaming other people in your fucking diary and keeping it to your fucking self. Yeah. But once you go like on the record, like I won't even tell you about what somebody did to me on Facebook. I started talking shit because of their deficiencies. But you don't know how many times I've felt that way, but I don't go onto Facebook and fucking air that shit. There's no point to it. You're just going to get fucking clowned. And so that's what's happening right yeah. now. And Bernie basically went out on uh, Colbert and was like, you know what? Hillary needs to chill. She needs to move on. She ran against the worst candidate ever and lost. There's there's nothing more that needs to be said. And I agree with Bernie on this point for sure. Um, Hillary, you got a lot of money in the bank. You know, there's a lot of Yeah. There's like so much good Netflix that you can watch and Hulu. Just chill. So it's easy to, you know, maybe point the finger at Hillary and tell her what she's doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what would Absolutely. you do if you were part of Hillary's team? All right. So let's I just was do a little... I was part of team. No, no, Hillary. but literally her team of, you know, her her one of her employees and you're part of her, you know, like um, PR team, right? Entourage. So there's there's a meeting Hillary Clinton has, you know, um, asked you to come in and she wants your input what do you say to her like jesus what do i do with my career what wh- how do i pivot what do i do next hillary you're 67 what uh, there's not much left so um 
you need to go into philanthropy. You need to start talking to a new generation of leaders. Um, there's no need to bring these things up because it's only going to like, like basically your legacy is already good. There's no need to address these things. Like all of this shit is public already. Everybody knows that you lost the election for seven fucking reasons. Yeah. You know, it's a combination of things. It's, it is Bernie. It is every, everything you're saying, everybody knows already. You don't need to fucking say these things yourself because you look fucking petty. Yeah. And you're making people think. You're not Beyonce. Bitch, you deserve this. Yeah. And she doesn't. She doesn't deserve it. I think she would have been a great president. But she's too fucking like. uh, I mean, yeah, I think maybe what you're somewhat alluding to is like, or, or one example is like how much. Um, I guess like the the like the younger generation like I think supported her in the in like in the, in the way that you're saying of like <clears throat> of choosing her over fucking Trump of course but at the end of the day is like she just comes off as like just not a cool person yeah you know what I'm saying yeah like Barack all his shit he's just a cool guy. Yeah. He's like a, um, you know, he, he he's somebody who's very much with. a person look, of this generation. It's not the, even look. Basically, if you want to look at the last few elections, the last three elections, the last three presidents, you know who's won? It's the person you want to have a beer with. Yeah. Because honestly, like John Kerry, come on. No. <laughs> Why would you want to hang out with John Kerry? No reason. No fucking reason. Yeah. If you told me who, like, I'm, and this is, there's two questions here. Post 9-11. <laughs> sure, post 9-11. 9-11-01. Um, um, okay, A, B. Who do you want to have a, who do you want, let's ask the first question. Who do you want to be president, Trump or Hillary? Hillary, no problem, yeah. for sure. No fucking doubt. Two, who do you want to have a beer with, Trump or Hillary? Trump. Trump. I'll have a fucking yeah. beer with Trump right now. Yeah. That's some bitch is crazy. Yeah. And that's how people are voting. And that's what happened with Obama, because first he ran against who the fuck did he run against? Uh, McCain. McCain. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, I have a fucking beer. I mean, McCain would have some dope shit, like yeah, some yeah, crazy yeah. shit. But I, I'd probably rather have a beer with Obama. Sure. And then, who was the second one? Okay. Mitt Romney. Romney. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my God, you couldn't pay me to have a beer with fucking Mitt Romney. And then basically it was George Bush and Al Gore in two thousand two thousand. Yeah. And then who the fuck was I it? I think that's where it stops. George H. W. And... No, but but after that, two thousand one, two thousand was Al Gore. All oh, right. Two thousand four was, yeah, that was fucking John Kerry. John Kerry, John Kerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah of yeah. course, you'd yeah. rather have a a, a beer with both. That's actually a very um, apt, uh, um, fucking like gauge for presidency. That's a well known for... gauge. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I, I am. I'm not going to take credit for that. That is a well known thing that people say. Who would you rather have a beer with? True. True. And that always works. That yeah. always wins because we're sitting right here drinking beers. Yeah. And I'm having a beer with you, bro. Maybe we should. You should run be for president. president. Yeah. You should be president, dude. One year about for president. <laughs> Look at that. Twenty sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that actually, just for for that year alone. Twenty sixty nine. Yeah. Is it an election year? I'll probably be dead by then. Actually, now that I think about it. Sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, definitely dead. You'll be eighty, dog. Yeah, fuck that. I don't you really want to live that. Old. I don't want to live that old. You don't live eighty? I don't think so. They're gonna have all sorts of artificial shit, dude. Uh, but we're not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to take advantage of it when we're fucking eighty years old. Yeah, you are. Do people right now? I'd rather I, be 15 and be like, yo, I'm going to fucking ride this hoverboard to class. You can be able to do that when you're 80, dog. <laughs> yo, I was on a mountain bike ride uh, a week ago with this friend of mine who's older. And this dude, I mean, he's been like a fitness buff and a mountain biker and a cyclist his whole life. So he's fit, whatever. Yeah. He's, I'm, I'm almost 40, right? And this yeah. guy's like 55. Uh-huh. And he's kicking my ass, whatever. Okay, yeah, I expected it. But halfway through the ride, we're climbing. And we're like, he's kicking my ass. And we're just chatting. What's been going on? I hadn't been hanging out with him in a long time. This motherfucker tells me, 11 months ago, two fake hips. He had hip replacement surgery. Yeah. 
both of his hips. And this fool is climbing 22,000 feet on a mountain bike. That's that's someone who took advantage of their life. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I haven't. So There's time left. All so I'm if saying that is guy that- was 80, when that guy's 80, it's going to be different from when I'm 80. And I'm just saying people like him deserve those types of, you know, That's technological. Of you. That's technological? So. <laughs> <laughs> you just made up a term, dog. <laughs> Um, it's gonna be much better, dude. You, that's basically, true. That's it's true. gonna be much better. Yeah, it's then gonna fucking, be crazy. You know, universal income, all that shit. It's gonna be tight. That's man. another. Dude, shit, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I think that's our last topic. Yeah, uh, I think we did all right. We stretched it out, man. This fucking beer is amazing. Yeah, um, works wonders for sure. Works wonders. Yeah. Um, that's that's about Wait, it. Wait, you know what else works wonders? Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what works wonders for our internet bill? Patreon. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast and others and would like to see us continue to do this, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash desmadre. Leave us a dollar, three dollars, seventeen hundred dollars. That would be fucking dope. Um, whatever you feel comfortable with. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, I don't know, whatever, uh, please do so now. And more importantly, please tell your friends about it, it being this podcast. And um, if you have an immigrant in your community, please fucking treat them like a motherfucking human being. And if you have people in your community who don't, uh, tell them a story about an immigrant who has made an impact in your life because that makes a huge fucking difference. I think what ends up happening, you know when people change their minds, Sammy? Hmm. When it finally hits home. Yeah. You know, there's people who are like anti-gay or anti-this or that, and they finally change their minds when their kid or their brother or somebody ends up being the same so the best thing you can do is to tell someone a story about an immigrant who has played a pivotal role made a lasting impact in your life and uh yeah personalize these issues because that's i think what ends up making the most difference yeah see you next week thank you for joining us peace